0: Hello, and welcome to the Fintech Marketing Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by Noemi Elizam, Chief Digital Officer at Societe Generale. We take a deep dive into Noemi's career to date, what has and hasn't worked for her along the way, and some tips and tricks about really affecting change in big organizations. That's a large part of what she does working with her team and some other amazing people within Sock SockGen. You know, taking what is a traditional incumbent business and really trying to drive a very strong, very opinionated change agenda towards digital within Societe General. So it was really great to talk to Noah Mee. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Before we get into it, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Whatever your payment plans, Visa, the world's leader in digital payments, is on hand with the expertise, programs, solutions, and partner networks to help make it happen. Bring your big idea to life partner with Visa to do it bigger and faster. Visit visa.co.uk/fintech. Today's guest is Noemi Elazam. Chief Digital Strategy Officer at Société Générale. Oh, I, got, I got the name right. <laughs> if I was going to get one of those right, I'm glad I got the name. And then I apologize <laughs> that I didn't pronounce Société Générale correctly the first time. But Noémie, thank you so much for taking the time. Such a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing?
1: Very fine. Thank you. Very happy to be with you, Eric. And thank you for inviting me in this great podcast. <laughs>
0: Amazing. All right, well, let's get into it. So the icebreaker question for this season that I'm asking all guests to kick things off. What are you really excited about in the world of marketing right now?
1: Oh, um, I think uh, we have so many examples of great uh, um client-centricity, which is really embedding in in the different sectors uh, um, everywhere, uh, in retail, in in banking of course, and financial servicing and so on. I think I'm really excited to see how quickly the customer-centricity and customer experience are changing. You know, Um, it's now obvious to say that, but with the crisis and all the COVID things and so on, I think uh, we have really seen a great experience acceleration in the capacity of the different corporate to propose very adapted uh, experiences to all the customers and, and, and I see it not only uh, in, the, in the individual, you know, uh, part of the business, but also in the corporate part, which I think is, a, is really amazing.
0: Amazing. Well, I know that we're going to get into that. I'm really excited by what you and I were chatting about before we press record. So why don't we start with a little bit about you? Tell us about uh, your role right now. And we were chatting a bit how marketing fits into and the way that it fits into your role as chief digital strategy officer. And then would love to hear a little bit about your background and your story.
1: Yeah, of course. But so I can start maybe by my background and, and tell you the whole story. Uh, so I would describe myself, actually, uh, as a big fan of transformation. You know, I've already been passionate by the way, you know, changes are operating, being in economics or, or in politics or in, in cultural and, and, and to observe, let's say, how they start, how they scale up, how they how they just fail sometimes to happen. And in a sense, my background is all about design. In university, I completed a, a double courses in a, in social science and business strategy. So I have a master's degree in, in history, one in international politics and, and one in, a, in business management. And when I joined Societe Generale in 2006, uh, so almost right after my studies, I was looking for two things actually. I was looking for traveling across the world and discovering different economic sectors. And to be honest, there are pretty much entrepreneur in my family uh, and for me uh, banks had actually a very good image for me it was definitely uh, uh, you know uh, uh, something that was kind of fuel for projects and i was i was really liking this idea so i joined societe generale which was a, uh, which is a still a french bank uh, which has a very diverse footprint i mean geographic footprint and also um an, activity from print. So we are uh, in, in many, many countries and it's uh, uh, um, 130,000 staffs, uh, 30 million clients and many geographies. And I joined a special uh, division, which is in charge of performing, you know, strategic reviews. Uh, all across geographies and uh, and all across activities. So it it was great time for me. It was seven years where I, I worked for uh, uh, maybe living for several months in maybe more than ten or, or or fifteen countries in Hong Kong, in Russia, in Romania, in Greece, and so on. And I was really uh, you know at the forefront of of business transformation in retail banking, in consumer or car finance, in capital markets, in private banking, and so on. Uh, And in 2014, I was, uh, let's say, wanted to unpack a bit my suitcase too, because I have two little kids uh, at that time. Uh, And I I was really keen to become more involved on a day-to-day basis on the digital transformation which was operating. At that time, pretty much in the retail banking uh, sector. So we we were at a time where we have the boat uh, Boursorama, which is the first uh, online uh, bank in France. Uh, We we have uh, today uh, almost 3 million uh, customers and a very good uh, satisfaction uh, of this customer and great ambition for 2023 because we want to reach uh, more than 4 million customers. Uh, So this was one thing, but there was also the time where, uh, let's say, there was a a big shift toward digital in the traditional banks. And you may know that the French market is a bit less digitalized uh, than the other one uh, uh, in Europe. But let's say it has digitalized at a slower pace. And it was very passionate to be uh, involved uh, in this transformation. So I was promoted uh, head of the strategic uh, performance uh, supervision of our retail uh, network in France about 8 million customers, roughly. And we had to, let's say, to say, okay, we are building the tech foundations. This is one thing about digital. But we had also to shift the business culture toward more client-centricity and uh, and more, let's say, uh, uh, digital in the customer experience. And, and here it has started to come the link with marketing, you know. And the idea was definitely to say, okay, we have to run the business so you have uh, you know you have to keep doing business while you are conducting the transformation but we have to shift the customer uh, promise uh, uh, also uh, and to put this new uh, customer experience everywhere in the organization uh, in a, in a company that had already a very innovative image for the customer so uh, we had to make the shift at the right pace, not to force the pace for the customers, but also remaining innovative, and and the result is today that we have a uh, sixty digital sixty uh, percent of our uh, customer, uh, which are definitely digital, and uh, carrying uh, more than eighty uh, uh, more than ninety five percent, I guess, of transactions through digital. So it, it's a very good. Uh, performance compared to the market. And it was a a very uh, great uh, adventure. And after that, I've been promoted to my uh, current job, which is a head of uh, digital uh, strategy for the group. So it was at the moment where our. uh, Chief Innovation Officer uh, Claire Calmegen uh, was appointed uh, directly attached to uh, Frederic coudea uh, our CEO, with the mandate to let's say accelerate digital transformation more broadly in the group, uh, not only in retail but uh, in the, all uh, uh, the businesses and all the entity, and to scale up uh, innovative new business model to be uh, able to answer to the customer needs uh, in a in a longer term. So she she built a, a kind of um, commando leadership team, let's say, built by external and uh, and internal talents. And uh, the challenge uh, was uh, to do this scale-up. So it was quite a challenge. I talk about challenge because we are a very decentralized organization, which is, I think, a very good choice to be very close to the clients and the local markets and very conscious of what the local customers are needing from us. But it's also a challenge when you try to to scale up a big transformation, as uh, you know, uh, I, I quite like challenge. I say, okay, you are for the seat in a, in a rocket ship. So don't ask uh, what seat, just get in, you know. And I took that job with very uh, big enthusiasm. And now my job is uh, definitely to uh, to help uh, all our business unit and service unit to shape and deliver their, uh, their digital uh, strategy, which is very ambitious to serve uh, our uh, strategic pillars, uh, which are client-centricity, operational efficiency, and uh, and responsibility. So I am supervising in this way, uh, of course, because we have a very big focus on e-commerce. So I'm supervising uh, all uh, the, the digital uh, strategies uh, uh, and marketing uh, uh, digital marketing strategies of uh, all our entities in retail, wholesale, and consumer finance.
0: Can we talk about how it's going with working with Claire and the whole team that you have around innovation and digital transformation for the business, because I think that that's a, you know, that is a move that a lot of incumbents have done and are doing is trying to set teams up like that, but to varying degrees of success, right? And so what has it been that's made, you know, Claire's team and your work and your team's work successful in moving Société Générale forward on the digital front?
1: Yeah. So first thing I would say is that she betted on diversity. The team is uh, very diverse, uh, uh, not only uh, in terms of men of women, of course, because this is a cause uh, Claire is very involved in. Uh, and I think it's very important cause in uh, women uh, in, in fintech and in tech in general. And it's a very big commitment, of course, of Société Générale Group, hein, which has taken a, a very big uh, uh, engagement uh, in this respect. So this is what one, let's say, a version of the diversity, but it's also diverse in terms of external and internal talents, about uh, engineer profile versus commercial profile, about uh, also seniority. We have people uh, who are more around, uh, uh, let's say, um, like me in their thirties. We are many people who are also very senior people, more in their fifties, which are definitely relevant to help us carrying the transformation uh, at scale in the organization. And we have very young people more coming uh, from the ecosystem uh, and very, uh, very useful also to make the link with the ecosystem and with the younger customers. So I think diversity is really, really important. And also, of course, we have geography uh, diversity because we are many people coming from a more advanced market in digital, for example, from Russia, um, which is a, a very a good uh, way to have an outlook on, uh, on more advanced markets too so this i think is one thing very important in our success the second one is the is probably the the ability to work in a distributed way uh, with our business unit and service unit you know when you you are in a direction like this one at the group level there is a risk uh, that um, you are a bit isolated you know of the of the real businesses and it was definitely something that we wanted to avoid so what we've done in the very first months when we just arrived uh, with claire is that that we have identified in the businesses a network of uh, 60 uh, top executive digital leaders who are people uh, who are very decisive in their organization and they have big jobs in their organization, head of client division, for example, uh, mostly. Um, And uh, they are, let's say, the people who are really delivering the digital strategy in their their organization. And this network is, let's say, the way we are operating and they needed to be spotted. They needed to be recognized as uh, the, the instrumental uh, digital strategy uh, makers. And they needed also to, to share because uh, we were in an organization where, as I was saying, there are very distributed strategy and we they were lacking of, uh, of um, places where they could share about their problematic, they could share about their understanding and decryptage of the external environment and they could share about the ambition we want to achieve and also sometimes uh, the fact that the ambition is very high and it's not possible to reach it alone, you know, and it's always the same thing. Uh, probably sometimes you go faster uh, when you're alone, but you always go further when you are uh, uh, in a collective mode. And, and this is really uh, not only a, a personal motto, but uh, but definitely something that I live every day in my job. Uh, and, and for example, uh, I, I will take a very simple example. Huh? Um, uh, uh, digital sales. When we arrive uh, and we Started to benchmark ourselves, you know, to the, to the competition. Uh, what we've seen is that we had great technological assets because uh, Societe Generale is definitely a, a company which is a very good uh, uh, on all the tech uh, aspects. So we were great in terms of capabilities, but we were not so great in terms of letting it know uh, to the customer and customer usage and all the stuff about digital marketing. So this digital marketing was one thing that all our entities had in common in the end to work on. And we have managed to put a very good dynamic between the entities about this topic with very clear and ambitious target, with a powerful steering, with sharing about solutions and so on. And we have been able to shift in um, maybe, let's say, 18 months by a a level around, uh, let's say, 2-3% of digital sales. Toward uh, now, between twenty and fifty percent of digital sales, depending on the geographies, of course, and the maturity of the markets. But the shift has been really very, very uh, rapid and, uh, and and efficient. So I think this definitely is a, is the second success factor that I can share with you. So what I think uh, it's uh, the combination uh, that we are all very convinced about between a uh, client centricity and trust, and and the necessity to to be responsible and to preserve the trust of our customer. This equilibrium uh, between innovation and responsibility is really something which is very differentiating, uh, I think, in Société Générale, and it's uh, written in our uh, raison d'être again uh uh so this uh, i think uh, is something which is very shared in the bank and uh, and can be the success um, as a group for societe generale uh, uh, in the coming years
0: i definitely want to talk about that trust and customer centricity i want to ask you one more question on this topic and i know i'm going a bit off script but i think there's a lot of people who would <laughs> find this valuable Do you have any advice from your experience for people who are trying to push a digital or a transformation agenda internally that maybe don't have the air cover or the support that you have where you work?
1: Yes, um, I have several, actually. I I think the, the first thing is really listen to customer. They are always right, you know. Uh, uh, voice of customer is something very important to collect. So in SG, uh, I-, I was talking about the benchmark that showed us that maybe uh, we had something to do about digital marketing. Uh, now uh, I- I'd say. I won't say that uh, like uh, in Amazon, uh, we always uh, have an empty seat uh, for the customer uh, in all our meetings, but definitely I don't have any example in mind of new product that have been launched uh, in the uh, 18 uh, light. Last month, which were not built with the customer in the, in the retail sector, for example. Samely, uh, for, for large corporate, for example, um, uh, we are a, a very big connection of our senior manager manager uh, until the top 60 uh, exCO of the group, uh, which are uh, performing interviews uh, with the customer to really be connected to their needs. Uh, and, and, and assess their satisfaction and their pain points, and and for example, on digital needs, uh, which are very at the forefront of the agenda today. Uh, we are uh, right now, as I'm talking, running a, a, an interview series uh, with our large corporate customers to be able uh, to assess their needs. So voice of the customer is really something that is very, very important uh, to, to listen. Something else probably is take data-driven decision. I mean, there are the only uh, good ones. So that means that you have to be connected to the ecosystem to really understand the business model that are happening not only uh, in your traditional competitors, but also, of course, uh, in newcomers uh, being I don't know Klarna, uh, Stripe, uh, Adyen, uh, Shopify. There are many, many, very interesting new business models that are interesting uh, for financial sector. For example. And and this knowledge has to be a part of the DNA of everyone in the organization and in Société Générale. It's really a topic of interest, including for top management to really understand deeply what is happening uh, in the market and from other, uh, let's say, kind of player. But when you do so, you also have to be very clear about what you are and what are your differentiation factors. Definitely for Société Générale and probably for incumbents in banking sector, trust is really key. It's the the gift uh, our customers give uh, to us. And when we talk with customers about innovation, because uh, we always do that, they are ready to accept very innovative products such as, uh, you know, autonomous finance and so on. But let's say a very small part of the customer, maybe 5% are ready to accept it when it comes from a newcomer, while um, 20 up to 30% of the customer are ready to accept it if it comes from a bank, because uh, they definitely recognize this trust. So that means that when we push innovation, for example, around data, we have to be at least as cautious to preserve the privacy, the data privacy uh, for our customer and personal data privacy and so on, as, as using the data uh, to uh, provide the greatest uh, customer experience as possible. you know. And this balance is always something that we are very, very careful about. Uh, and, and this would be my advice to say, be connected, be conscious of the ecosystem where you are playing, but be also conscious of what makes you unique to your customer and be very uh, clear on that and, and don't let it go. And probably, uh, another thing that I would say, uh, and I've already a bit talked about that is, is about, uh, align all the contributors within the organization you know I think uh, when you do marketing uh, CMO today is probably the person who has to be the more connected not only to the customer not only to the ecosystem but also within its own uh, organization because uh, marketing is not the job of the marketing department you know marketing is the job of everyone in the bank and for I talk about my sector uh, financial services you have to bring your compliance into the product design from the very beginning you have to bring the risk because these people they are amazing people they are great experts they are very committed to protect uh, the bank and to protect this trust the customer um, are giving to us and if they if you manage as a marketing uh, uh, leader to to also uh, uh, let's say commit them towards the the customer experience they will be very performing and they will definitely help you. To, uh, to make a, b- a better product and to, and to sell a better product uh, to your customers. So I think this this would be uh, also a, a precious advice because again, when we wanted to scale up uh, digital sales, it was very important to add um, a multidisciplinary uh, uh, e-business squads. Huh? We are uh, almost uh, developed the same model in all our entities uh, and to include compliance, legal, uh, risk, uh, IT, also finance, you know, because uh, uh, there is also a big shift for the business partners in finance to be able to be more reactive uh, and uh, and to manage uh, um, the the financial uh, uh, differently uh, in a in a digital one, there is also a big transformation here. And I think this is a very very uh, precious advice from my experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you said earlier: if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far go together. And I think that's so important. CMO of any size organization, but particularly larger businesses, you need to understand how to affect change from within because the role of marketing is to drive growth. And no matter how brilliant your marketing strategy or creative campaign is, it's not going to fundamentally drive growth of the business if you don't understand and know how to operate within the organization and get everybody behind what you're trying to do. And that's one of the things I, I think about all the time, and it's kind of one of my pet peeves is marketing for the sake of marketing, I call it. But I think the most successful CMOs, I think this is partially why we see such a short tenure for CMOs in the C-suite. Obviously, a lot of other factors, but I think uh, you know, your advice on that front is incredibly important impression for people who are either at or looking to get to that level, because you need to understand the fundamentals of the business in order to know how to grow it properly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it's it's definitely when you have uh, you know all people on board uh, towards the same direction that you will also be able to make the good choices. Also in terms of, uh, uh, let's say, sometimes you will need to stop after eighty percent accuracy. You know you you need to accept not to do everything yourself, and and this good decision to say okay, when is it the good choice to do it by myself, or when is it the good choice to make an acquisition, or when yeah. is it a good choice to make a partnership. This needs to be very informed by uh, many expertise uh, in the company uh, yep. and, and it give a really a uh, biggest impact to the marketing um, strategies. So two things that
0: are a red thread in this conversation and clearly priorities for you and something you think a lot about, trust and customer centricity. I loved what you said before we started recording on you want to talk about not just the themes, but how you make it happen at a bank or any organization in concrete, language and advice so let's go there w- what does trust and customer centricity mean for you and how are you actually bringing that to life and making meaningful change around those pillars
1: yeah but i've, I've started to share a bit of things quite concrete that we are doing i think uh, uh, about client centricity, I've talked about the voice of the customer. I think it's uh, really, really the most important that everyone in the in the organization uh, is connected uh, to to this voice of customer and very conscious uh, of um, of what is going on and and how is it uh, uh, changing uh, very quickly. So. Maybe a a comment that I can, uh, that I can do uh, uh, above what I've uh, talked about um, in terms of product uh, uh, manufacturing and and senior uh, enrollment is to say, I think, we have to be very conscious that something that was true, uh, two weeks ago, uh, may have changed, uh, um, two weeks after, uh, w- what I see that, um, uh, collecting the voice of the customer, uh, is not something that you have to do, uh, not only at regular uh, pace, but really in a continuous pace. Um, and, and here, uh, probably, uh, there is something to think about, um, in the processes, you know, because uh, very concretely, for example, I take the example of a high net worth customer, which are traditionally in France uh, less appetite to digital proposition, and so on. I think and uh, uh, UK uh, was a, a very uh, precursor market on this topic, uh, but now we also see in France a very big acceleration in the expectation of this kind of customers. The crisis, of course, have uh, have been um, uh, have been uh, important about this, but for example, in our experience. Uh, we had to uh, put live uh, the, the electric signature and the remote um, uh, sessions to explain the evolution of the capital markets and so on in weeks, uh, which was not the pace you know we were uh, used uh, to uh, in the private banking uh, to develop digital features before the crisis. So this is an example of the way of how listening very closely and very frequently to customers Makes you reshuffle all your priorities and also your investment priorities and your, uh, your capacity management, um, uh, priorities to say, okay, let's stop this. Now the customer is needing something else and we had to respond to it very, very quickly. And of course, under a crisis um, environment, it was easy to do it because under pressure, you know, you do miracles, but this is something that we have to keep. in the, in the long time business for the future. So I think this was a very good example. And I have also same example on the corporate side. As I was saying, uh, uh, corporate clients, uh, they had expectation toward digital, uh, uh, but uh, it was uh, shifting uh, at a slower pace uh, than for the individuals uh, before uh, uh, the COVID crisis and so on. And during the COVID crisis, definitely we have seen a, a tremendous acceleration and we had to be able to provide all the loans uh, held by the governments very quickly in a remote way uh, with digital signature and so on. And again, decisions have been able to be taken very, very quickly. Development have been able to be done very, very quickly because they were driven by this customer centricity. This a uh, commitment of everyone in the bank to be uh, here for the customer uh, in uh, in this uh, in this particular uh, period. So, I think this was very illustrative of this mindset that we have about uh, customer centricity.
0: And how are you getting to the voice or the opinions or the ideas of the customer in a practical sense? Are you, you know, are you, are you taking customer service calls? Are you doing focus groups? What what is it, like? How are you tapping into that pulse?
1: Yes we are doing uh, we are doing focus group uh, when uh, building new products for example we have renewed uh, our app in the retail banking network very recently and of course it uh, it has been done uh, totally with customer with focus group and so on so these are uh, techniques that are used uh, quite commonly uh, in the group again i was talking also uh, about the corporate because it's important because uh, it's less uh, you know um, Admitted or common in the corporate side, so uh, I think here we are quite a uh, precursor because uh, when we talk to our customer and ask them about their need and test with them some ideas and so on, uh, it's frequent that they say, "Oh, that's uh, that's good. This is not so much something that we see uh, to your com- by your competitors." So I think uh, uh, this is also quite differentiating. So yes, I, I think uh, it- it's quite traditional, uh, and then of course maybe something else, but uh, which is also uh, quite uh, done uh, everywhere now uh, is uh, the, the continuous monitoring of uh, customer satisfaction um, on uh, all our journeys uh, that is now analyzed very very precisely and uh, we are able uh, to have uh, a monitoring of uh, all the customer journey uh, step by step uh, which is now uh, quite uh, precise and detailed and to be able to prioritize uh, in, in our investment uh, on such part of the journey and even uh, I think here also we are Quite, uh quite a great pioneer. Uh, we are now converting also uh, this, uh, let's say, this customer satisfaction uh, upgrades into financial impact, which is quite important also because, of course, uh, customer centricity is key. But if you want to be able to deliver a great uh, CX experience, uh, you need some investment. That means that you need, again, the trust of uh, your, uh, inv- your investors and, and so on. So I think it's also very important to work on this link be- between customer satisfaction and revenue, because this is something we are all convinced about, but still there are different ways to deliver a, a customer experience. And we it's also our responsibility to be efficient in our investment allocation, to be able to give uh, in the long term the most differentiating and lasting experience to our customers. So this is probably, uh, while talking with you, the point where I think uh, we are the most differentiating because I think we have worked on this linked and it's very powerful to refill, um, to refill the investment we put on the customer experience uh, at a moment where we are also to be cautious uh, uh, and efficient.
0: Amazing. So I know that you've already shared a lot of advice for people, but I do want to ask you this question because I feel like there's even more <laughs> valuable advice that I'm sure you do have. But if you look back on on your career and what you're doing right now for other marketers out there, other people coming up in digital roles, transformation roles in the world of financial services, what are some of the other lessons that you've learned or any other tips that you have to share with them?
1: I think, um, it's an interesting question because, uh, uh, for me, uh, to succeed, uh, in our uh, transformation, for, let's say, to our customer centric, uh, t- transformation, we need that, um, digital and marketing key people to become uh, tomorrow's leaders, you know. And uh, that means to think, that means that uh, we have to, let's say, to help the current uh, leader and executive leader um, to be uh, uh, very uneasy with all uh, this marketing and uh, and uh, digital uh, stuff, uh, because uh, sometimes uh, they don't come from this background, so they need to be upskilled on this. And, that's, and the other way, we need to promote... The digital and marketing talent to help them to to go uh, uh, toward more executive and broader responsibilities, and I think this is very important to be conscious of these two parts to be able uh, to prepare the future and to um, to be performant uh, in the let's say uh, in in the way we are do- doing business uh, uh, right now. So. I think there is an effort um, uh, that needs to come from the organisations to be conscious and uh, on it and adopt Also, uh, you know. Um uh, HR uh, processes in terms of recruitment, in uh, terms of uh, reaching the loyalty of this profile and promotion of this profile, and also new ways of working because uh, I think uh, that uh, if uh, a company uh, develops very modern uh, new ways of working, which we are working on in Societe Generale, it's also more attractive for those kind of talent. But there is also a commitment to come from these talents to say, okay, what is the next step for me? How do I uh, jump maybe a bit out of very operational uh, uh, job to more strategic job to, be, to, to maybe to come back to my own background? How do I uh, connect more the dots uh, and understand uh, again uh, the constraints, the risk, uh, the compliance, uh, the financials and so on to be able to really uh, uh, put at scale my conviction and my vision. And uh, and make it happen. Not only dream it, but just make it. And and I think we need a commitment from uh, both parts uh, of the equations, you know. And so maybe to be synthetic, my advice uh, to a uh, marketing uh, expert and a uh, digital expert uh, would be. Uh, target the moon, you know, target, uh, target the sun to reach the moon and uh, and try um, to really develop yourself also in other parts of what is important in, the, in your organization. In my organization, you have to understand economics, you have to understand uh, compliance and regulatory topics, uh, you have to understand uh, many things without uh, what you cannot really be uh, uh, very accurate to be able to give more impact to what was your, um, your conviction uh, from the scratch, you know.
0: Amazing. Well, I think that that is a great place to leave it. I know that we're up on time, but Noemi merci beaucoup, c'était un plaisir. I hope that our paths cross again. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me and my poor French pronunciation. Where <laughs> can people find out more about you and Société Générale?
1: Well, you can follow us uh, in uh, all the social networks. Uh, of course, uh, we are very active uh, everywhere uh, on LinkedIn, uh, on Insta, everywhere. Uh, and uh, and uh, I uh, really encourage you to uh, follow up uh, Claire Calmejean as a CIO because uh, and also of course the the, the group uh, account because you will see that we are publishing amazing. Uh, insider's uh, views uh, coming from the digital leaders I was talking uh, right uh, before. So I think it's very inspirational uh, in terms of what they are uh, telling about Société Générale, but also in terms of uh, backgrounds and uh, career paths and so on. And these are amazing people uh, who are talking in these interviews. So very interesting.
0: Yeah, I, d- I follow Claire on LinkedIn. She puts out some great stuff. So definitely check that out. <laughs> All right. We are wrapping up. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, if you want to find out more about 11FS, you head over to 11FS.com and see how we're helping companies go truly digital. And please don't forget to subscribe if you're a first time or new listener. And if you could leave us a review, that would be incredibly helpful. You can also let us know what you thought of today's episode at 11FS on Twitter or Eric, E R I C, at 11FS.com. I'm also on. LinkedIn. We'll have so many more episodes for you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.